Good morning. You listen to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Mark Bischoff, the president and CEO of Starnet, the largest group of commercial flooring contractors. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's nice to speak with you. Good to talk to you. You ready for Christmas? We are ready. We've had a uncertain year in commercial, but everything is starting to stabilize and we're going back to our seasonality that we normally experience. So 24 should be interesting. Well, let's get into some of that. Tell us how the group ended out the year in 23. When we look at our year, the organization as a whole is probably going to be up in the high single digit range as far as purchases, but each individual vendor has their goals with us. So part of the process that we go through at the end of every year is asking them what their expectations are for the coming year. It gives us insight on what they're trying to accomplish, which is always grow. But in some cases, they'll share with us exactly where they want us to focus. And those seem to be the best relationships where the manufacturers are sharing with us the investments they're making, what their expectations are out of those investments, and then what they expect from the membership in the year. So we're part of their plan. Obviously, they have to diversify where they're going to make their gains. But we take that responsibility very seriously, and then we work with the membership to try to accomplish the goals the manufacturers have asked our group to accomplish. Uh, Tell me what your outlook is for next year as far as growth. So next year, we've gone through with every manufacturer, and the growth goals that we've agreed to are between 5 and 10%, depending on where they're at. Again, I would expect us to be looking for a high single-digit growth rate as far as purchases. And in some cases, it'll be above that. And in some cases, depending on the execution, it'll be below that. Where we have gaps are poor communication. The other thing that we run into trouble with is turnover in the field. It seems to us that one of the important uh, factors that drive the success of our relationships are continuity of their people. Some firms have traditionally high turnover and others have less turnover. And our members view the stability of the marketplace as one of the leading factors for success. Which of the vertical sectors are performing the best right now? Unfortunately, even though office is still in our top market segments that the members focus on, the tenant improvement work and general commercial office has been soft for a few years. There have been big projects that have held up the numbers, but the day-to-day of office is very weak. We're starting to see more of that business concentrated in the best properties, and we see that reinforced by the financial markets where the Class A premium properties that are somewhat new are getting the most attention and investment, even on remodel, and the older property in less desirable uh, markets is is really quiet. So that's been a challenge the last few years. The members recently have been very successful in K through 12 education and university education market. We were very concerned about the university market, and it's turned out very well. Surprisingly, hospitality and uh, mixed use is holding up as well. And retail continues to be, despite the online growth, the bulk of retail still being done physically by the numbers. 
and members continue to do uh, good work in retail. The other market that we were concerned about that's huge is healthcare. And acute care, we thought, would fall off. And it is a little bit slower, but it's been holding up. The alternative health care, such as medical office buildings, ambulatory care, senior living, those markets are holding up very well. That's actually a, a great growth area for our members. It's also strategically important because you see more resilient flooring used in those segments. And sheet products in general are important to our members as a revenue stream. So any market that we can continue to focus on that has a high use of sheet product, both resilient and soft surface, is ideal for us. Aside of growing your members' businesses, what else is Starnet focused on for next year? So we continue to look for the best contractors in the marketplace to join Starnet. The list is not long because uh, the membership in their criteria is pretty selective about who joins Starnet. So when they come in, we know they're significant in the marketplace. They're already top contractors and they're just looking for a home and uh, we're happy to have them. So we add a few every year. Our goal every year is to, is to try to get five to 10 new members but not every firm qualifies. So, uh, and, and that's the membership's desire to m maintain the best of the best uh, entrance into Starnet. The other thing that, uh, this is, these are multi-year plans, uh, the other thing that we're focused on is increasing the membership's productivity and their ability to make the market. A lot of the construction industry ri just rides with the economy and we think that's the wrong approach we're constantly pushing ideas to the members to expand the market in general, not just take market share. So we are always excited to share with the membership the new opportunities that they can use their capability to attack. So we have some plans right now with Dal and Mape around exterior. So both of those companies are doing more exterior work, which is great because it's unlimited square footage. And we also have some initiatives going with the turf companies that serve the members because that's a growing market and coming from basically zero to a pretty good opportunity for more customers and more square footage for the membership. So technically, those are different types of products. So it requires some investment by the member. But... Part of the role StarNet plays is to make sure that there's clarity on what needs to happen and then a lot of support and peer engagement so that when they go into a market like that, they have the upside benefit of productivity and revenue. They already have the infrastructure to handle those things, but some of it is just making them comfortable to take the leap as entrepreneurs into adjacent markets. So those are a couple of examples that we're trying to put in front of the membership as opportunities. Starting out right now, when you look at it, uh, how many members are there? How many did you add this year? This year, we added five new members. In addition, we have uh, more members with multiple branch locations. And in the past, they may have been focused on residential, but because of the 
growth of uh, multifamily and mixed-use space. They're entering commercial in a serious way. So we work, work with each member on whether or not that's a good fit for StarNet. So our stockholder count is 171, and our total member locations, the servicing locations, is 409 locations across Canada and the United States. Okay. Well, I appreciate you talking to me and our listeners about what's going on with StarNet. Again, we're talking to Mark Bischoff, the president and CEO of Starnet, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLA.net.